What's up, players? How you guys doing tonight? It's Thursday. I'm Robin. It's about 8.30 here in Washington State. Uh, we've had a lot of crazy skies and smoke and bad air quality all over the West Coast and various other places, but I'm thinking about all of you guys who share this part of the globe with me, and I'm sorry. Whoa, what, you guys, anyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with skies and weather, but that orange stuff that's happening in California, orange skies, are, is so wild. Oh, um, that must have been terrifying to wake up to that morning. We didn't have that, but we've had really bad air quality and very strange smells, and the sky is just dusty all the time. So it's pretty awful along with so many other things right now. So I'm thinking about you guys. I miss talking to you. Um, I'm committed to every Thursday again. I know I sound like a liar, but these days I can't tell what my mood's ever gonna be. Like, I, I don't know I don't know how to explain it. It's just hard. I, I, something's just hard for me right now to keep regular on anything, so. Um, but I have made the decision that here until the end of the year, I will be talking to you guys, sharing all sorts of things that I want to read to you every single Thursday. I'm about to sneeze, so let me hit pause. <laughs> I decided to bring you into that part of my life, my sneezes. All right. Hello, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good. Should I ask you guys some questions? I think I'd like to. Uh, I haven't done that in a while, have I? Uh, I was thinking about my least favorite color today because the one rose bush I have in my yard that just came with the house is my least favorite color. And that least favorite color is surprisingly hot pink. I don't know why. I mean, I'm looking at some, I'm in my yarn room right now. There's a lot of hot pink and I do use hot pink in some of the stuff I make with yarn, but I don't know. There's certain shades of hot pink that I don't like. So that's kind of sad, isn't it? Because there's, there's artwork I've seen that I like that has hot pink in it, but I think overall, maybe it's just for roses. I was just annoyed with that today because I was driving down the street and saw a whole bunch of other people's rose bushes and they were like pale pink, almost white and weird colors, yellow, orange. And I was so kind of jealous of those. When I looked at mine and they're this ugh, like really bright hot pink. Anyway, what's your least favorite color? What is your current drink of choice? You can give me a coffee, tea, sparkling water, or alcohol drink. Whatever it is that your drink of choice is right now. You know, me, I haven't changed much uh, in a long time. If I don't have my GT's lemonade kombucha every day, I am kind of upset. So I would say that's my drink of choice. I can't live a day without it. Sometimes I'll have two of them. I don't think you're really supposed to have two, but... Today's one of those days where I've already had mine, but I really want it again. Oh, and by the way, after I'm done recording and, you know, editing and publishing, I don't really edit. I guess I just record it. I mess with the um, intro song and the outro song so that it fades in and out. And then I'm done after I publish it. But I have a bag of popcorn waiting down by my microwave for me. And that's going to be my treat tonight. There's some that I've been thinking about all day. And then I was watching Dawson's Creek while I was working on in, on art stuff. And I, and I don't know, they, some, they were showing a movie on the show and they all said, let's get popcorn. And I got really excited about and kind of jealous of them. I am often, my, uh, what I eat and drink is often dictated by what I'm watching on TV. 
Like if somebody talks about lasagna on any TV show or movie, you better believe I'm going to make a lasagna within that next week or macaroni and cheese. When I hear certain things, I get very excited. Okay. Uh, what's your present mindset? What's going on in your head? Tell me how you're doing. Uh, I'll come back to that one. What helps make you calm? If you're kind of freaking out, what do you do that calms you down? Let me know in the comments below. <laughs> That's me pretending to be a YouTuber. Should I put this on YouTube as just an audio? Is, is that anything that anyone would want? Somebody told me recently that I should do that, and I, it never even occurred to me. Anyway, comment down below, guys. Uh, what is your prized possession? Can't be a pet, can't be a loved one. I'm talking inanimate object. I think many of you, if you know me, and you do, and some of you don't, but hello, newcomers. I love you already. Thank you for being here. My prized possession, possession is my Uff Ball, which for anyone who doesn't know is a ball of blanket fuzz that I collected and put into a huge ball from the um, from second grade on, really. I kind of stopped after college, uh, but you can imagine how big it is. It was all out of nerves because I threw up in Godfather's Pizza one time and got... I got convinced that I would throw up again in public if I didn't work on this ball of fuzz. There you go. So my off ball is like a baby. I've moved like a billion times in my life and I've never once let a moving company or, or, or even in the back of a U-Haul take my off ball. It's always like in my seat with me as a passenger <laughs> type of thing. Uh, it's probably not healthy, but it is what it is. Okay, so those are the only questions. I don't know how many that was. Five, maybe five questions for you to answer. Least favorite color. Your drink. Your favorite drink right now. Your present mindset. Your calming, whatever helps calm you down. And lastly, prized possession. Um, how are, you, Do you guys want to know what I've been up to lately? I'm really excited because I am get. First of all, hey, I almost forgot that I, I, I need to mention this. I have a show opening in Houston, Texas, so all you Texans who might be in Houston coming up, uh, I have a show opening at Inman Gallery. It opens the 12th, which is Saturday, um, and so I think you could just sign up for... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a link in the description of the podcast with all the information. You can also look at the viewing room if you can't be there. Lots of small drawings available, a couple of large drawings, and... I'm very excited about this show. It's called In Pieces on Fire. That's all caps. In Pieces on Fire. No punctuation. All run together. And it has a lot of my Cloudmaker series. So lots of references to clouds and skies from art history and TV shows and all sorts of various things in my own life. I have one that kind of celebrates when I left Texas, but celebrates the one thing I didn't want to leave <laughs> in Texas was the Texas skies. Uh, so you'll see that. Uh, it has a cloud drawing of the last cloud I saw as I left the Texas border when I moved. Um, lots of clouds from uh, both the Museum of Fine Arts in Houston and the Manil Collection in Houston. And then just some wild pieces that I made. A lot of drawings where I... Um, both crumple like I would draw on the drawing and it would be almost done and then I would take the paper and just crumple it into a tiny ball and it would rip and shred and you know it's kind of destroyed and then I would lay it out on the concrete and pour hot well, not hot but boiling water on it 
in order to kind of flatten it out and then take a rough rag and rub that into the concrete so and then draw back into it and collage onto it so all of the a lot of these drawings in the show have that sort of um rough lived in um kind of troubled look just the materials alone uh but i'm still pulling landscapes out of them and i'm really excited about it it's very liberating for me to destroy things so uh, and I, I come from a place of being way too precious with my work. Um, you know, I can work on a drawing for three years and never touch the drawing. For instance, I always have something protecting my hand to keep it away from my drawing. So all of this is very exciting. Sorry, I have a loud chair. This is one of those, uh, metal folding chairs, which is not good. For, it feels horrible. I need to get a better chair in here. Um, but anyway, so Inman Gallery this Saturday. It'll be up until Halloween. You guys can check out the viewing room. Please do that. I'm very, very excited. Let me know what you think. You can uh, follow me on Instagram and let me know your questions, comments, concerns. Robin underscore O'Neill, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Another thing I'm doing is opening a shop sometime about a month before Christmas. I will probably have it open maybe before that with all sorts of things on my website. Um, you guys may remember last year I had a lot of crocheted stuff, bags, wallets, uh, what well, I can't remember wall hangings, all sorts of shit that I made, um, by hand labored and hurt my hand doing it and loved every minute of it. And lots of colors, very different from my actual work, my drawing, drawing drawings. Uh, but really fun. And so I'm going to have, also I'm going to have some handmade books and also some bound books, like a very limited edition of books, which I'm very excited about, um, all with my own imagery and drawings in it. I'm going to have baby mobiles for like baby rooms, nurseries, uh, adult mobile, mobiles, I mean, I, I always say mobiles, but mobiles. Uh, yeah, like wall hanging ceiling and things that hang from the ceiling, like chandel yarn chandeliers for your office, all sorts of things. Um, and I'm having so much fun. I've just decided I'm dedicating all of my free time to just putting a bunch of cool things on there for you guys. So, I mean, not just, I don't know if any of the podcast listeners will want it. The one thing the podcast listeners you guys might want is I'm making... Uh, limited edition, probably five, really small. They'll be very affordable. I, I call them paperback bags. And they're basically a tote bag, uh, crocheted the way I crochet things, but just big enough for a small paperback. I've given these to a couple of friends and they love them. Well, I think they love them. One of them for sure loves them because she and her husband told me they love it. But um, this is just really, and it's good if you, if you don't want to carry a paper, I mean, it's good for a cell phone and whatever your keys and stuff, but they're really nice, just like crossbody, uh, tote bag type of thing. So that might be fun for any of you readers out there. And, oh, this is not going to be on my website, but I just bought myself cause I need a new hoodie, um, on Cotton Bureau. I forgot, but I still have my shop on Cotton Bureau opened up. So if you want to support me, or this podcast, or anything I'm supporting. It all goes into the same place. Um, so that's, just look up me reading stuff on cottonbureau.com. We have a million different t-shirts. They're all super, super soft. A regular sweatshirt and a hoodie. Um, there might be even a tank top. I don't know. I, I don't think so, though. T-shirts, they're just, they're really, really nice t-shirts and sweatshirts. So, God, this has been a lot of talking. We need to read. We need to read right now, and I'm excited about what I'm reading you. 
Um, this is, I've read from this book before. It's Like a New Sun, New Indigenous Mexican Poetry. Uh, this is edited by Victor Tehran and David Shook, but the foreword is by one of my personal heroes, writer and translator Elliot Weinberger. And for those of you that don't know, you guys know I'm a big fan of New Directions. New Directions just put out a new Elliot Weinberger book called Angels and Saints. I, I had pre-ordered mine, so I have it, but I haven't gotten to read it yet because I'm still reading the politically incorrect book, which I'm going to tell you guys what it is right now. So sidestepping from Elliot Weinberger and the new indigenous Mexican poetry book I'm about to read you. Um, all right, I'm going to say it. Norman Mailer, The Executioner's Song. I know Norman Mailer was an asshole. Wasn't he even in Gil Gilmore Girls? Was that him? I mean, he's known to be an asshole. And he wasn't nice to women. But um, I am reading The Executioner's Song, one of the longest books I've ever read. And I hate to, I hate to tell you. I'm loving it. I've wanted to read this for so long, and I had already gone through so many different types of books. I was reading real books. I was reading goofy crochet murder mysteries. And finally, I'm like, all right, this bullshit that we're living through is not ending anytime soon. So I might as well tackle one of the tombs that I planned on reading. And so I'm finally doing it. I'm almost done. I'm 100 pages out. But I'll tell you, you know... You can get mad at me. You can unfollow the podcast. Sometimes the worst people do make really great stuff. And I figure the dude's dead. So when, I, and plus I already had this book, so it's not like I'm giving anybody money who supports him. It's like, there are certain times when I'm just like, I, I have to read this. I'm so interested in true crime. I'm so interested in the story of Gary Gilmore. And I'm frankly very interested in the subject of, um, the death penalty. And so, I, but, but the main point, okay, I'm sorry, I'm very uncomfortable, but I also love opening up with you guys because I want to be real. I, I don't want to like hide, <laughs> hide things from you. I mean, I probably do hide things. Let's face it. I've got a private life that's very rich that I don't talk about a lot, but I want to bring up a topic like this because, you know, I already owned the book. I wanted to read it. Is, well, I mean, it could be wrong to be reading it. I mean, there's a lot of people who are, you know, huge assholes where I'm never going to support their art, even if they are dead. This one, I don't know. I mean, Joan Didion wrote about it as one of the greatest books of all time. Does that count for something? I just don't know. Listen, I'm not saying this is the thing to do and that I'm wonderful for reading this book by a complete dick, but I... And, and probably none of you care, to be honest with you. I'm just trying to talk this out. These are my thoughts sometimes that I have. Like, uh, is this wrong? I mean, I try to do the right thing all the time. But again, like, and also, I'm not perfect. Like, I would hope somebody, I mean, I'm not, well, anyway. <laughs> just, I should just cut all this out, but I'm not going to. Because you can see how upset I am about it. Um, this book is written in such a weird way that I can't even describe it. I really don't know what's going on with this book or the writing style. It's just weird. It's like Norman Mailer. I mean, this is a, basically a nonfiction book, but but is it? And also he goes in and out of language. Like when he's writing about Gary Gilmore's girlfriend, he sort of, his writing style takes on her sort of way of being. And then when he's writing about a lawyer defending Gary Gilmore, he kind of then becomes him. I mean, it sort of makes no sense how he ever wrote this book. And so 
Don't tell me much about it if you're going to reach out about it or yell at me and tell me why I shouldn't have read it. The um, thing about it is that I can't wait. I'm, I'm really good about reading something and not looking anything up about the writer or the subject until after I'm done. So hopefully by the end of this weekend, I finally get to look up Norman Mailer and learn more about him. I mean, I really don't know much about him. I know that I think he maybe shot somebody. Maybe he shot his wife, didn't kill her, or maybe he beat her up. Um, something like that. That's my memory. That's what I think I know. And I know I've seen interviews with him where he's just relentless and just a jerk to everybody. Um, and if he was the one on Gilmore Girls, he was even known to be a jerk on there and they were terrified to serve him at the Dragonfly Inn. So those are the things I know about him. But after I read, I, I just wanted to indulge in something for a change. You know what I mean? I just wanted to indulge in a book I've always wanted to read. And as somebody who loves In Cold Blood and The Stranger Beside Me and Helter Skelter, this is the other book on that list of true crime books that everybody needs to read according to people I care to listen to. And so I finally, I finally did it. All right. Anyway, forget all of that. Just let me be me. Let me read an asshole's book. But now I'm going to read really good people's book. Um, anything Elliot Weinberger is tied to, I am already in. Uh, this is, by the way, you can get this book. I'm going to put a link so you can find it. It's from Phoneme Media. I think it's only like $20 or something right now. So you should definitely order it. I, I'm telling you, every page of this is incredible. I'm going to be reading a poem by Juan Gregorio Regino. Uh, I don't know much about him other than what I found in this book. Uh, I know he was born in 1962 in Oaxaca. Uh, and he uses native languages from the region he grew up alongside with the dominant Spanish language. And there's a little fact here that I liked. In 2005, there were 200,000 speakers of Mazatecan, Mazatecan. Yeah, because, okay, yeah, Mazatec, Mazatecan language, a group of eight closely related languages with varying but generally quite high degrees of mutual intelligibility in the states of Oaxaca, Veracruz, and Puebla. So um, this is translated. I didn't realize it until afterwards, but of course this one that I love the most was translated by Elliot Weinberger. So it's a very long poem and I'm going to read parts of it. Um, I'm kind of going to, so it's just going to kind of give you a glimpse at it because otherwise I'd be reading to you all night. So, I mean, it's not that long, but it is long. Okay, so here we go. It's called Cantares. Say Lord of the Hills, say Lord of the Caves, say Spirits of the Canyons, say Father of the Storm, say Goddess of Fertility, say Mother of Orphans, say Whore, say Mistress of Fire, say Macaw Feathers, say Aguardiente, say Fragrant Flowers, say Tobacco Dust, say Rains from the East, say Center of the World, say Fertile Land, say Hanging Bridges, Say doors to the shy, say greater forces, say west and east, say place of the images. This is how the day reaches over. This is how the image reaches over. Seven leagues away, seven zontals to the endless. From there my voice is heard. From there my spirit reaches over. House of the first beings, I am the one who makes them appear. I am the wise man, the prophet, the guide. For I have the permit. 
for I have the license to enter the holy space, where the wise books are found. Blessed are you who dwell in the immaculate house. We are thankful for the light that lights us. We are thankful for the night that comes. From there my footsteps travel. From there I come, to this house that offers shade, to this house that refreshes. I am the wise singing man. I am the wise soothing man. I am the one who drags the captive spirits from the darkness. Where is this spirit? What was it that happened? I will drag him out. I will free him. I will lift him. I will lift him. Even if he's underwater, even if he's under rock. From the images of the sky, from the images of the earth, I will set him free. What is the mistake? Where is the error? I've come to bring order. I've come to do justice. For it is part of my flesh. For it is part of my blood. For I am an honest lawyer. For I am an explorer on the road. From there my footsteps travel. From there my words travel. The soul is reaching across. Time is reaching across. Now I am here before you. What is your face like? What is your soul like? It is I who invokes you. It is I who implores you. Mother milk, mother breasts, mother mist, mother earth, mother zontal. You left the first footprint. You made the first step. Ancient mother, grandmother, your prayer is the highest in this world of corn. In this world of water, you are the cool breeze. You are the mist. Between your hands, between your fingers, the tree grows hard, the rock grows hard, the sky opens, the moon blossoms, the stars appear. For you have come, for you have blocked the demons who lived before there was light, and the demons who live in hell. You gave us light. You gave us fire. Guide, mother, luminous mother, sprout mother. You left the first footprint. You made the first step. You are holy, blessed trinity. Here is my sweet-smelling incense. Here are my best cacao beans. Here is my fresh medicine. Here is my feather that rises. Take them, they are for you. It is the payment for allowing me, for giving me permission to touch your body. I grow on your body. I live on your body. I have stained my hands, striking your body. This is how God has arranged it. This is how God has ordered it. My food will come from you. My drink will come from you. A little for you, a little for me. You too are hungry. You too are thirsty. Here is my offering. Here is my thankfulness. Drink it. Take it. It will give you strength. It will give you life. I think I'll end there. I mean, I want to read the whole damn thing to you. Oh, it's so good. This is so good and so strong. Uh, and so are all of the other ones by him and the others in here. And go ahead and do a search, um, if you can, on Potomatic or wherever you listen to this podcast. Do a search on Like a New Sun. And I believe other of these writers will come up, uh, the other ones that I've read on here before. Um, if not, reach out and let me know. Uh, that was so exciting. And check out Elliot Weinberger, too. I'll put a link in the description for where you can find that as well. You guys, I've talked a little too long, but that's okay. If you want to be added to any sort of mailing list, I'm going to develop a mailing list that sort of announces uh, all sorts of little things. I mean, I'm barely going to, trust me, with the way I work, that mailing list will maybe get sent out tops three times a year. But it will definitely announce when the shop opens up sometime in November. So if you want to be added to that list, uh, just let me know. You can 
email the podcast here at me reading stuff at iCloud.com and just shoot a quick email with your your email in the subject line or quickly thereafter. And we're going to add it to the list so that you can have that info right away. I don't have anything else to say. I'm tired. I love potatoes. Um, I love taking walks. I have a heel bruise right now. Or what are those things called that are on your heel? Stone bruise? Can't get rid of it. My heel hurts all the time. And it has for two months. If you have any advice, let me know. Listen, I love you guys. I'm thinking of you. I can't wait to talk to you more and hear from you. And take good care of yourselves. Be good to yourselves and others. Be kind. What else? You know what? Get the hell out of here. You guys have had enough of me. It's time for you to do your thing. Make your own popcorn. Make your own ice cream sundae. Make your own hot tea. Make your own whiskey sour. (laughs) Can you tell I'm not really a drinker anymore? Whiskey sour? Does anybody do that except like, you know, 20 year olds in college? Maybe they do. I have no idea. Uh, Anyway, enough of me. You guys brush your teeth. Get out of here. I love you. Bye.